This is episode 29 of Kicker and the Waterboy, and we have one question. Who's ready for the Gasparilla Bowl? Hopefully the Gamecocks. Here we go. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 29. We hope you all had a wonderful week, and thank you very much for tuning in. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Christmas week. We made it, despite all that we've been through in 2020. It is truly a great time of the year. Also, um, can't believe we didn't realize this last week, but we recorded episode 28, and in that episode of three parts, so we unknowingly missed out on some pre-golden opportunities for 28-3 jokes. Oh well. Thing is, I think we'll make up for it later in the show, just a little foreshadowing. Yeah, well, further, without further ado, let's get things started with our NFL summaries. The Thursday night game, Chargers-Raiders, ended with the Chargers winning 30-27, to and Duck the Halls. Former Oregon quarterbacks Marcus Mariota and Justin Herbert played for most of the game, and it was Herbert who came up on top. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday game, Bills 48, Broncos 19, Stefan into Christmas. He had 147 yards, and he leads the league in catches at 111. Yeah, in the second Saturday game, came out with the Packers beating the Panthers 24-16, to and home for the holidays. The Packers' victory gives them the easiest road to home field in the NFC. Yep, uh, Buccaneers 31, Falcons 27, and so I'm offering a simple phrase. Two leads from one to ninety-two. Oh, that's so bad. Although it's been done many times, many ways, the Falcons will lose you. Yep, there we go. Brady breaking hearts again. <laughs> um, next game, 49ers beat. I mean, haha, the Cowboys actually won. They beat the 49ers, forty-one to thirty-three. Blue Christmas. Although the game itself was exciting, neither team can be happy with how this season is turning out. Yeah, let's see if this song goes better. Uh, Titans 45, Lions uh, 26. Myers got run over by Henry, trying to tackle him in the red zone. You can say it's not that hard to tackle, but then Henry will run you uh, down. That, that, that rhymes more with zone than two. <laughs> It's all good. This is I mean, this is rough. Just, just get warming up here, guys. Yeah. Just warm it up here. Um, Colts beat the Texans 27-20. Um, last Christmas, I gave you my Hopkins, but the very next day, you made him look great. This year, save us from tears. We fired our coach and GM. That's pretty good. You should have sung all of these, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to hang you out. No, like that's that. so weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, no singing for this one. Dolphins twenty-two, Patriots twelve. Uh, Mele Kalikimaka, which I I learned that uh, that's actually two words, but anyway, it's in reference to Tua Tagovailoa. He didn't have a great outing through the air, but he did run for two touchdowns. He iced the game, and the Patriots are out of the playoffs. Wow. It's wild to think about that. First time since 2008, I believe, maybe. Next game, uh, Bears 33, Vikings 27. Um, Rudolph, the Vikings tight end, didn't even play this game. We sort of had to use him. 
because he has a perfect name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, Seahawks 20, football team 15, uh, from Atlantic to Pacific. Gee, the Seahawks are terrific. They are 4-1 the season in games in the Eastern time zone and 11-1 over the past three years. Jaguars 14, Ravens 40. All I want for Christmas is you, Trevor Lawrence. Talking about you. Right now, it looks like the Jags, in fact, have the inside track to number one pick. Why, you might ask? Well, this is the part where I hope that I had like a a record scratch sound effect. (laughs) Because the Jets won. Wow. 23-20 23-20 to 20 over the Rams. Uh, this is most like a deste fidelis because I have no idea what's going on, what it means. It's in Latin. I just don't understand it. Much like this game, I don't understand it, but I just know that I'm enjoying it. For sure. Uh, Eagles 26, Cardinals 33. Um, we're going with a little drummer boy here, um, mostly for Kyler Murray's height. Like, no shade to Kyler Murray, but yeah, you know. He's 5'10", but he played like a drum major to get the win on Sunday versus the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chiefs, 32, Saints, 29, uh, Jingle Bell, because Le'Veon Bell scored a touchdown for the first time in a month, and the Chiefs took their league-leading 13th win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Sunday night game, Browns beat the Giants 20-6, to and we wish you a merry Kitchmas. Browns legend Freddie Kitchens did the play calling for the Giants, and good gracious, it was rough. Uh, yes, it was. And then there's tonight's game, Steelers-Bengals. That is a Noel, Noel. Oh, wait, sorry. We wrote that joke two weeks ago. Uh, sorry, but um, the Steelers, do have, <laughs> they do have a couple L's. And uh, But what are you predicting that they do in tonight's game with the Bengals? Oh, man. Um... The, you know, the Bengals are down to their third-string quarterback now, I believe, and Ryan Finley, because um, Brandon Allen, I think that's his name, is still suffering from a knee injury. Um, I think the Steelers will win by 17. Mm-hmm. I think they'll probably win big, as, win big as well. But also there's something to be said about teams in the state of Ohio on their third-string quarterbacks. They tend to play pretty well. So uh, I don't know. Maybe the Bengals do something magical, but I don't think so. I'll take the Steelers here. Yeah, for sure. So let's move now into games worth discussing. And, man, where else to start except the Jets getting their first win of the season over the Rams, 23-20. to What? How? Yeah. I don't understand this. <laughs> I, like... There, there's not even, like, prepared analysis about this game. We're just in shock. Like, we were um, texting before, uh, like, during the game, like, man, what, what would happen if the Jets win? We should just cancel the show. <laughs> we did not, but still, I, I don't know if there's a reaction big enough for this, this Jets team getting a win. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's pretty, pretty remarkable. I was almost certain... They would go 0-16, if not intentional, uh, unintentionally, then intentionally in order to get the number one pick. But, hey, I mean, you might not be great, but at least you're better than the 0-16 Browns and Detroit teams of the past. So, 
that's something. Certainly, yeah, you don't have your name associated with them. But uh, if you're a Jets fan, though, are you happy with this win? Oh, man. The Jets fan, well, a good friend of mine is a Jets fan, and he's not very happy right now. Um, <laughs> if I were a Jets fan, I don't know. A part of me is glad we didn't go 0-16, but at the same time, it would have been nice to have Trevor Lawrence and the build around him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, like, yeah, it, it would be weird to go, like, two full years without a win in football. Um <laughs> Like, like if you lose these next three games, you have the entire off season to think, man, we were bad. But, uh, but at the same time, though, like they sacrificed their like their next ten years at quarterback, assuming that they would have picked Trevor Lawrence at number one. They sacrificed that for just one win, and I guess we'll see if it's worth it. In the long run, probably not. Yeah. Do you think the Jets should stick with Sam Darnold? Uh, I don't think so. This game doesn't really change my opinion on that. I mean, it's it's one game out of the entire slate that he's won. And I don't know if that was on him or just the uh, the Rams not preparing well. But yeah, I, I don't credit this victory to Sam Darnold. So I feel like the Jets were ready to move on from him with, um, like, if they would have uh, still had the number one pick. But I don't know. I don't think this game should change anything in regards to that. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if they start going on a run, though, here and win a few games, sure, I think they should stick with him. But I don't know. I personally don't feel like he's awful or that bad, but, you know, he's certainly not a Trevor Lawrence. Um, I'd say if they don't get Trevor Lawrence, though, you should probably stick with Sam Darnold for now mm. and see if another quarterback comes along, which I'm sure another one will. But sure. Um, so, so say yeah. you're the Jets. Sorry, sorry, my bad. No, I'm done. Go ahead. Okay, but so say you're the Jets and you end up with the number two pick. What do you want to use that on? Do you want to use it on a lineman, on a receiving threat, a running back? Pro- probably not a running back. Like that seems too high to draft. But what what would you use it on as the Jets? I try to get a, a receiver. Honestly, I feel I think last year they drafted a, a left tackle pretty high. Um, that is only one in the five alignment. But I can't even name a single Jets receiver. Honestly. Me neither. Wow. And and when you have a thirty-seven-year-old Frank Gore, no sh- no shade on Frank Gore, but when <laughs> he's an integral part of your offense, you're not really in great place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'd like I'd like if they're the number two pick. Sure, I'd say try to get a receiver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it were me, um, and you're not getting the number one pick. I would try to trade down and turn it into like two first round picks so you can get yeah. you can get a receiver and I don't know maybe a solid offensive lineman. So I guess that's sort of a trick answer to a simple question, but uh but that's what I would do in the Jets position. Yeah. I just think this game is funny in that I think it was in the fourth quarter the Jets punted and the Rams got it and the punt returner kind of busted through the the line and 
that he ended up actually getting tackled by a punter. <laughs> yes, we love it when that happens. <laughs> and so it's like that one tackle by the punter could have a <laughs> So should the punter be seen as a hero or a villain in this story? Oh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But I think in that case, he was a hero because he won him the game. Well, he didn't win the game, but that it was a game-changing tackle. Absolutely. Yeah. But anyway, um, would you, if you were Trevor Lawrence, would you rather go to the Jets or the Jaguars? If it were me, I'd want to go to the Jets. Um, just first off, culture-wise, uh, I feel like the culture isn't that good in Jacksonville. They'll probably, you know, ship some, like their coach, and they already released their general manager. So maybe that'll help change things, but... It's the media capital of the world. You can make a bunch of money there. The Jets were just 7-9 and nine a year ago. Like Things have obviously changed a lot since then, but it's not an inherent losing culture that I feel like is in Jacksonville. So if it were me, I would prefer going to uh, the New York Jets. I agree. If I were him, I'd prefer to go to the Jets. I mean, as the song New York, New York says, if I can make it there, I can make it anywhere. Yeah. So, you know... I, I really like that challenge for sure. And, you know, why would I go to a team that has as great as pools are? If you have a pool in your stadium, it's kind of weird. I don't know. <laughs> good point. Yeah, but uh, it's very good. And uh, we wish the best of luck to Trevor Lawrence when he reaches the NFL. Yep. So we'll move on to the second game worth discussing. And it is the, uh, the Falcons... They, they did it again. Um, it's the Buccaneers 31, the Falcons 27. The Falcons were up 17 points halfway through the third quarter. They lost the lead, as I referenced in my poor rendition of the Christmas song. When is this going to end in Atlanta? Um, well, it wasn't a poor rendition of the song. I'll start with that. But <laughs> to answer the actual question, um, how does it keep happening? I have no idea. I don't know if it's coaching. I don't know if it's just um, the players themselves just kind of letting off the gas, which might go back to coaching, actually. I don't, I don't know. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would think that it's coaching, except they fired Dan Quinn. <laughs> like, man. But this has been a thing for four years now. Them, uh, the Falcons losing leads late and doing so in like unbelievable fashion. They must have had, I think they had like a ninety-five percent win probability at some point in the third, <laughs> and then then they lost it. I mean, like like I said, I I don't know how much you can blame on the coaching, but uh, may, I don't know. Maybe it's you know Matt or not Matt Ryan, uh, Tom Brady. Sorry, maybe it's just him. He's the uh, the kryptonite. But maybe not, because it happens with other teams, too. I really don't know. It's just bizarre. Yeah, yeah I happened with the Cowboys earlier this year. Um, can you think of any other comparison to any team in sports? I really can't. Like, There's not a single other team that I can think of that just consistently loses leads like the Falcons do. It is just... I, I don't understand it. Like... But I, I can't think of a single team that is even comparable to what Atlanta's been doing. Yeah, I don't know about losing leads, but I know in 
don't know if it's just one decade in the 90s, but for a stretch of time where the Bills went to four Super Bowls and they lost every single time, sometimes it was like a field goal that went wide right. But I don't know if that's losing a lead, but it's kind of choking. That's fair, over actually. Over and over again. I'd say, that's, I'd say that's fair. I didn't think of that. But, uh, but yeah, the Falcons, they did it again. Um, moving on to another NFC South team, the Saints lost to the Chiefs by a score of 32-29. Uh, the Chiefs, they continue to win with relative ease, even against good teams. Uh, do you have any thoughts on the game? Um, it was close, but kind of felt like the Chiefs were in the driver's seat the whole time. The injury to Clyde Edwards, Elaire's was unfortunate, uh, high ankle sprain. They do still have Le'Veon Bell, but just to have a second back, second quality back is helpful. And, you know, Pat Mahomes seems to make plays from out of nothing, and uh, they look like the Super Bowl contenders that they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to stick with your car analogy of just driver's seat. It felt like they were in cruise control the entire game. <laughs> like they have, uh, they have the league leader in passing yards, the league leader in receiving yards, the league leader in uh, t- total touchdowns, which all three of those are different people. And then when, when their first string running back, Edwards Elair, goes down and, well, he'll miss time, the uh, Le'Veon Bell, who he's a... Uh, he was really good a couple of years ago. If he can even like sort of return to that form, the Chiefs' offense becomes deadly. But like, I feel like they just never fully turned it on, which is weird to say when you beat a team of the caliber of the Saints. But in the playoffs, like if they do manage to you know turn it on, and it could, it could get ugly for whoever they play. Yeah, and also I think Le'Veon Bell is just kind of still getting used to the offense and the system Andy Reid and the rest of the staff has in place. So I think he'll just continue to get better and better. But um, Drew Brees didn't look like he was at 100%. How do you think this will affect the Saints come playoff time? Uh, I don't know if it will affect the Saints, but I do think the Saints season will end how it always ends in some controversial fashion in the playoffs. After a really big play, touchdown catch, penalty that's missed, something like that. So I don't think it'll affect what happens in the playoffs. It'll just affect who's under center at the time. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's 2020, so wild things can happen, and the Saints start going on a crazy run in the playoffs. I'd love to see that. Um, But unfortunately, I think what you said will happen again. It'll be an unfortunate ref call or, you know, some... Minneapolis miracle and <laughs> um, they'll probably get knocked out before they get to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I'd argue that you need a uh, a healthy Drew Brees to make a deep playoff run. Uh, like they've been playing well with their backup in Taysom Hill, but um, but I think that you need Drew Brees to be fully healthy if you want to, you know, make a run deep into January. 